Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Heading for the high country 
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations, the overlap of Wurundjeri and Bunurong, and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from any land that you are on. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded. And I am Sally Goldner. I use the pronouns she and her. And this Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender or musical genre today, although there'll be a theme to all the music, um, which I'll get to in a second. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the program, to communicate. Um, Even though Mercury is retrograde, we will do good communication. And you can do it by um, email, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And um, also Mastodon, Blue Sky and Instagram um, for at Sal Gold Said So. And look for posts on Facebook, my page Sally Goldner and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Remember, you can snail mail um, and uh, hopefully the Christmas Santa will get things to me before the last show of the year next week. Um, and that's to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Remember, any opinions that um, are expressed on the show by myself are my own and not those of any organisation with which I've been associated past or present. Um, Don't think there'll be any need for trigger warnings today. It's going to be a a relaxed show um, um, with a great guest and opened up with Lee Kernigan from The High Country, his very, very, very first album way back in 1992. I remember being up the country and hearing that song from the Outback Club, High Country, and um, just thinking what a beautiful song it was and um, a sort of, um, um, oh, just it just felt very relaxing at the time. And um, that was where, of course, Lee Kernigan has gone on and done so much since. Um, and we'll have all sorts of outdoorsy high country music today because um, once my technology, as opposed to 3CRs, does everything it needs to do... Um, my guest on the line will be Jonathan, from, um, who's going to talk about queer out here. And we're going to find out what, what, what exactly is meant by that um, in a second and um, get all the buttons rolling. And this is the best ad lib I've never done. And um, um, talk all about that with some um, great, um, with, with, as I say, some um, talk about... Um, Queer out, queer out here, and exactly what exactly that means. So, um, lots of music on the sort of outdoorsy country theme today, and and could be music of the binary kinds, country and western. Um, and of course, there is the non-binary kind that's called bluegrass, um, which we can do as well. We um, we are div- open to diverse genres on this show um, because that's what we do. And um, great to be back with you. Took a week off last week due to some commitments. Um, and I'll be there for, um, whilst a lot of shows on 3CR are finishing up this week, um, or including today, 
I will be in with a live show next week. Have a great guest lined up, um, an American advocate who will be um, you know, sort of updating us on some issues from there. And thanks to Freedom Socialist Party Radical Women for connecting us um, in, in said venture. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to that. And then I'll be um, off on holidays um, and sleeping in and all that sort of thing that um, we do. Um, um, again, um, and be back in the middle of February, which I'll talk more about next week. Um, but let's see if the technology is going to do the right thing, um, as it's now happening at my end, um, laptop issues, um, it's getting old and worn out, just like the trans woman, no, nothing of the sort, um, and any second now, live radio listeners of all genders, um, any second, as we connect, join, and my guest will be on the line any second, and we'll plug things in and be ready to go, and thinking, 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 standing, standing by, or pan if you like, um, it is my pleasure to welcome to the 3CR Airwaves, Jonathan. Jonathan, good to have you um, with us on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks, Sally. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Day, it? it is, except um, on the technological front at my end, because my earphone jack, which is supposed to plug you into the laptop, is not working. Um, and so that means I cannot connect you into the panel. This is live radio, listeners of all genders. Um, and it's not going to happen, damn it. Um, so I'm going to have to, um, get you to email me a phone number and, um, we'll, um, have to do it that way. I'm really sorry. Um, just one of those days at the office. Um, so yeah, I can't do the interview (laughs) the way, the way we are. Um, so yeah, can you, um, sorry about this, uh, listeners, but it's just one of those glitches that happens. So yeah, um, on the, um, we'll just log you out of here. We'll get some musics going. Um, we'll have Midnight Oil and My Country while we get it all sorted and, um, then get back to our interview with Jonathan, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. And let's try it again now, this time on the dog and bone. Uh, My guest, Jonathan, is hopefully on the line. I hope I'm on the line too. I am getting you, so I think we're all good at last. Yes, hooray. Good to have you with us, Jonathan. Um... And great to have you with us. Um, checking in first, which um, lands you are on, and also um, which pronouns you use, if any, and if it's okay to ask that. Sure. Uh, my name's Jonathan. My pronouns are he, him, or they, them. Uh, and I'm coming to you today from a beautiful sunny day on Gunai Kurnai country, which is specifically the country of the Black people, um, on what people might know as the Gippsland Plains. 
Aha, you're down um, in um, the southeast of Victoria. And, um, well, I just have to play this little track to um, introduce us just to have a little bit of fun and talk about what we're talking about. It's only 46 seconds, so hang on there. Travel all over the countryside, Asta Leyland, Asta Leyland. Travel all over the countryside, Asta Leyland, brother. Whatever it is that you wanted to see, Asta Leyland, Asta Leyland. No matter whatever that happens to be, Asta Leyland, brother. Come on, be in and join in the fun. Travel all over Australia. I couldn't resist um, because the Leyland brothers were always in the great outdoors, and that's and that was another of their themes. Although that was the most well-known one from a fantastic um, CD, in my opinion, called um, Australian TV's Greatest Hits, fifty-nine favourites, no less. And um, that's exactly what you're kind of talking about today, because you're going to talk about being queer out here. Um, what exactly is queer out here, apart from anything not really remotely to do with the the Leyland siblings? <laughs> Well, you never know. I wouldn't want to uh, make assumptions about the sexuality. That's um, right. <laughs> uh, so Queer Out Here is an audio zine, kind of like a podcast or a crowd, crowdsourced podcast, um, which explores uh, queer perspectives on the outdoors more generally. So that could be the countryside or the bush, but that could also just be your local street or even your back veranda. Fair enough, yes. And um, while we were, were on Zoom before my laptop decided to be nasty on me, um, I saw a beautiful view of your back garden down there in East Gippsland, um, which um, was right um, sort of, um, you know, on the... Um, which looked beautiful, even if it wasn't quite the bush or anything. It certainly looked outdoorsy. So you you live by your principles, um, for sure. But, yeah. um, you know, sort of coming on to it... Um, you know, queer out here in audio zine. Um, you know, sort of, how did it all start? Because it's it's something that I think we need. Um, well, I definitely think it is, um, without question. And yet, um, and we don't often perhaps think of queers as the, to quote Bugs Bunny, the woodsy outdoorsy types. But um, in that sense, but um, you know, what um, um, do you? Um, how did it all get going? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're you're quite right there, Sally, because I think it was kind of a coming together of three things, really. It's, it was a, a love of the outdoors, um, an interest in audio as a medium, and uh, a real desire to hear from other queer people about those things. Um, it was something that I kind of started thinking about back in about 2015-16. Um, I met my co-editor, Alice, online. Um, we were both living in the UK at the time. Um, now I'm obviously back in so-called Australia, and they're still in the UK. Um, but, yeah, at that time, we really struggled to find much media, and especially audio, that focused on queer people's interactions with the outdoors. So you kind of thought, well, if we can't find it and we want to hear it, let's make it. <laughs> um, and, you know, perhaps the obvious format... Um, you know, kind of talking about the zine format, perhaps the obvious format would have been to make a straight down the line kind of uh, conversation podcast where we, you know, we interview a different guest every time. Um, but being uh, audio nerds, we really wanted to do something a little bit more 
exciting, a little bit more creative and really something that allowed other queers to share their experiences of the outdoors and their ideas about the outdoors in different ways. So we um, took inspiration from uh, art or creative writing or literary journals. We thought, let's put out a call for submissions. We'll get people to send in their audio pieces, select the ones that we'd like to use and kind of collate them together into an, an issue or an episode. Um, with some linking remarks and reflections on the themes from us in between. And, I mean, at that time, we really didn't know if people would submit anything or whether anybody other than us would be interested in listening to it. But it turns out that they did submit stuff and um, they did listen. And here we are six or seven years later and we're open for submissions for issue nine. There we go. Ninth ninth issue, yep. And submissions open, which we'll talk about how um, you can... You know, sort of, um, you know, how peeps um, can submit and, um, you know, get get involved. Um, but let's look at numbers one to eight. What sort of things have come up thus far in Queer Out Here, the um, audio zine about the outdoors in so-called Australia? Yeah, I mean, that's a very good question. It's uh, a lot of things have been covered. Um, and I guess one of the delights of this kind of submissions process um, and doing everything online is that it's international and we never know what we're going to get. So, you know, we ask people to take out ears adventuring and they really do. So, uh, I mean, occasionally we ask to use excerpts from other people's media or podcasts, but for the most part, we just don't know what's coming. Like, will it be a bunch of short poems? Will it be a, you know, professionally produced mini documentary? Will it be conversations with friends or weird sound art or fiction or songs or stream of consciousness rambling? Like, it really could be anything. Um, obviously, having said that, our general theme is the outdoors, um, but we kind of encourage a real openness in contributors' interpretation of that. So uh, it really doesn't have to be, you know, a remote bush setting or a long-distance hike, although we love those things. Um, but, yeah, we've had, like I said, many pieces about cities, city streets, city parks, uh, including, like, a queer history of um, queer history walking tour of Amsterdam, a couple of friends who were um, cycling the New York City marathon route after the streets were closed, but before the runners came through. Um, somebody on a housing estate in the UK relearning to walk after spinal surgery. And, of course, um, during lockdown, there were a lot mm. of pieces where people were staying very, very close to home. So it's a very broad kind of idea about what the outdoors is. And uh, it's funny, actually, when we started Queer Out Here, some of the comments we got were like, oh, so it's, a, it's about homophobia in sport, right? Uh, and actually, we haven't even had one piece about that, not yet, anyway. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is an an, an interesting thought um, because we, you know, we, I suppose, ninety oh, percent of sport is, um, you know, is outdoors. Um, you know, there's obviously indoor cricket and I don't know indoor rock climbing come to mind, and I don't know, I suppose basketball. Maybe not ninety percent, but a large chunk, and we do associate it with it. And then, of course, sadly, we do have homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, interphobia in sport, uh, queerphobia. Um, sad as it is to consider that. So it's a na- it's in one sense it's a natural enough reaction, but it's just um, hasn't been one that's turned up, which uh, when it hasn't been an issue that's turned up, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think perhaps part of it, we've kind of talked about it before, we, we don't have very much about team sports at all, and I think part of the issue is just that it's difficult for people to record pieces in that kind of situation, whereas if your sport is a solo sport, like kayaking can be, for example, it's easy enough for you to take your phone out and record a piece while you're out kayaking. a bit harder to do it while you're playing basketball. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yes. Um, you know, that's what, what do they call it? The, um, the, like they have in the T20s where they have the, um, the, you know, the, the commentary from players on the field. Um, but yeah, yeah, basketball running up and down the court. Yes. Um, you just get a lot of, <laughs> um, that sounds, that sounds, that sounds a bit, um, it's like something else, which I'm not going to go, I'm going to because it's 25 minutes after midday. Um, <laughs> But um, you know, it's it's you know, it's it's great that there's this variety, and it's great that there's the interest, and it's great that you're filling the niche. That must feel that's got to feel really cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it is really cool, and I think um, you know, like I said, we weren't sure if if people were going to be interested in it, but I think there is a maybe a specific kind of person who is interested, in it, and because it's so niche, there isn't really anything else out there that like it that's filling that niche so when people find it they get very enthusiastic about it which is a, is a really nice feeling mm. and you meant i was just going to something that um, did come to mind you mentioned earlier that um you know this wasn't just for so-called australia it's for anywhere on planet earth who has an internet connection or something and can get the or some sort of means of communication to find out about it all um, what, what, um, how many different countries do you have an idea of how many different uh, nations and places and you know what are some of the ones that really stand out that where people have submitted have sent things from yeah that's, I mean that's a good question we obviously being um, English speakers and a French speaker um, Alice also speaks French but um, most of the pieces that we get are from majority English speaking countries um, but we've had lots from the UK the US Australia, a few from Canada, South Africa, but we've also had, uh, for example, in the last last issue, we had New Year's Eve fireworks in the Netherlands. We had um, a great sound art piece from Poland. We had somebody who was kind of doing a bit of a diary of their of a day in their life of their six month cycle tour, uh, and they were in Greece at the time. So it's kind of a, a bit from all over the place, but we're always hoping to get more from more different places. No, look, it sounds awesome. And look, I, when we first um, connected about this interview, I thought oh, I couldn't think of anything that I would contribute, but I must admit you have got me, you have got me thinking. And uh, it's not really even about, you know, one of the things that I love is um, just sitting quietly in nature, um, not even hiking or doing anything. And I'm, and I have to admit, it's got me up for an idea on a, a piece, a small um, piece about that, so you might get something in your inbox um, over the sil- the silly season, Jonathan. Because I think that you know one of the things about I'm grateful for about this continent that we're on is we do have an amazing range of outdoor places. Not to say that other continents don't, but um, um, you know I think that you know and we, within a relatively short distance of the metro, say the Melbourne metro, so-called Melbourne metropolitan area, is just quite amazing. And there's just so many little things you could even, I could even do on that. So I mean, there's all sorts of ideas. And if even your, um, you know, sort of um, relatively or largely desk-bound person can think of one, then I'm sure there's lots of good ideas out there, and we'd really encourage them. Yeah, a hundred percent. But we, you know, in lockdown, we had a recording that somebody took out of their window because they couldn't go outside. We've had pieces about meditation in the outdoors. Um, you know, it's just. We're enthusiastic about all things outdoors, so we're quite, you know, broad in our interpretation of them, of that theme, and um, yeah, we hope that other people are as well. 
Yep. And also, Sally, please do send something in. We'd love to hear from you. All right, then. Looks like I've given myself a holiday task. All right, we can manage this. <laughs> um, so, um, love potion number nine, issue number nine. Um, mm-hmm. You're looking for submissions, and what is the theme for issue number nine? Um, what are we? What's what's the um, what what what's the buzz? As they said in um, the, I happen to be listening to this soundtrack on the way in. Jesus Christ Superstar. What's the buzz for issue number nine? Yeah, so um, obviously the general theme is outdoors, and we're happy to accept anything on that um, kind of broad theme. But we've also we found that sometimes that people prefer a little bit more direction or to be inspired by something. So we've started to introduce these optional themes for each issue as well. Um, So issue six was change, issue eight was direction, and now for issue nine, the optional theme is climate. Um, And again, we encourage a broad range of interpretations of climate. So... Uh, you know, for gardeners, it might be something like how does your climate affect your garden, what you can grow, what you can't grow, um, how has that changed over the years, if it has mm-hmm. changed. Um, and speaking of climate change, how does that affect your outdoor pursuits? So, you know, what's it like being a skier when there's no snow or a, a hiker when there's bushfires or floods meaning that you can't go out? Um, it could also be more about the political climate and how that affects your time outside, so uh, uh-huh. feelings of safety or not not feeling safe or attending rallies or protests or pride marches um that kind of that kind of audio is always quite exciting to hear so you know you know people chanting and you know being really passionate about a cause um and additionally obviously there's um scientific or other kinds of research on climate collapse and you know climate refugees so it's really we're really interested to hear what folks come up with on this on this kind of thing yeah um, you could do one on mountaineering and about how the hill was so big that you couldn't climb it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, it just had, it, I'm sorry. I had to get it out. I'm not sorry. Ever, the listeners know I'm not. I had to get it out of my system. But I think it's it's. A, I really like the way you've put that because I missed my, my. I must admit, my first thought with cli- with climate was global warming or something. But yeah. you've made it sound really, really broad. And of course, we all know of. Um, you know, it's sort of queers having to fight for rights and rallies in, in the outdoors and all that sort of thing. So I think it's a really great way to um, to think about it. Or you know, do we? You know, if we have a rally in the summer, or we go to Midsummer Carnival, which of course yeah. comes up um, here in Melbourne in the middle of January or Pride March. Um, yeah. You know, do we have to think about it? I mean, look at Pride March a few years ago. I, um, I don't want to re-traumatise people. Slight tongue in cheek, but the dreaded 2018, where it was 40 degrees and you know, because it started at two in the afternoon and that's where it, after that it moved to 11 in the morning because um, it was just, you know, get it, get people out of the, the shade. So, I mean, there's a small, a small topic. So there's all sorts of things that I think people could come up with. And I know plenty of 3CR listeners across our programs, 3CR, with a, a strong commitment to environment, climate, um, and of course, freedom of species, talking all things animal, um, could come up, you know, could have relevance for that. Um, yeah, so there's absolutely all sorts of possibilities, which is awesome. Um, now, just, I suppose there's one question. Um, it is queer out, queer out here, but, um, for any, what would allyship perspectives, um, be, um, you know, open for consideration? So usually we, we just say that we're interested in queer producers um, and that anybody that fits the bill, if you can consider yourself queer, then I would say that you are queer. Um, but we tend not to go for um, allies. We tend to use the A and the aromantic, asexual kind of manner instead. 
call. Just thought I'd check. Um, yep. We've had a message in from Kayleen. Um, I think we had the Leyland brothers chainsawing a lawn somewhere in the outdoors of our street this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, that happens. Of course, it, you know, it can't. Ha- it has to happen at you know eight o'clock on a Sunday or something. It can't happen at ten o'clock on a Monday. Um, and Kayleen has subscribed to your email newsletter. It sounds like an excellent idea. So you've got a winner there. Um, oh, thanks, Kayleen. Yep. Um, so look. Um, the question then is, um, you know, what what do people need to do? What's the process to get stuff in? And of course, your um, good thing is you've got a deadline. So if people are on holidays, <laughs> there's time to put their words together and their thoughts and feels together. But um, give us all the details on that, Jonathan, because this, um, as I say, it's even, God forbid, inspired me. <laughs> That is very great to hear. Um, So the best place for you to go to get a little bit more information about is our website, which is queeroutheer.com. You can find all the submission guidelines uh, and a link to the submissions form on the page called Contribute. So that would be queeroutheer.com slash contribute. We're not really active on social media, but you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and you'll get very occasional updates. You can subscribe to that email newsletter, although apparently Tiny Letter is going to be discontinued in a, a month or two, so we need to find somewhere else to do our newsletter. Um, the deadline for submissions is at the end of January, but we love, 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 love early submissions um, because then we're not panicking like three days before the submission deadline being like, oh, we're not going to have an issue ready. <laughs> um, so, yeah, please do send them in early if you can. Um, I should also say we're really keen to hear from First Nations, Black and other queers of colour. Uh, we don't actually publish an issue anymore unless we're happy we've got a decent mix in there. Um, and if yeah. there are any BIPOC folks needing a hand with ideas or with editing, uh, just let us know because we're happy to help because we don't want a lack of audio experience to stop people from submitting something. Uh, oh, yes, and we do pay a small amount for accepted submissions as well. So it's a £15-pound uh, equivalent, which I think is about $25, $30 in Australian money at the moment, um, just to say thank you to contributors. Excellent. Well, look, and I also did notice that you opened a month earlier to um, queer, um, black, indigenous, um, queer, um, to cutie pock um, people, which yep. I think is a really um, great idea. And, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, very much um, um, noted and I think and from my point of view, though I don't fit those um, senses of identity myself in terms of, apart from the queer, of course, I think that's a really good initiative as well. Um, I think we've got it covered. Is there anything else that you just wanted to add? No, I think that's about it, Sally. I just wanted to, you know, say thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, look, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure. Um, good to talk to you and... Um, um, yeah, um, on such a great initiative. And yes, I will um, put a note in my diary to put something together over the uh, the season and send it to you. Um, just as I say, a few ideas have come to mind. Um, it sounds like a fair thing to me. Um, and well, wish you a safe and happy season, whether you're indoors or outdoors, Jonathan. Um, thanks so much for your time on 3CR today. Thank you. Jonathan from Queer Out Here, um, a great new, or not great new, um, ninth edition um, submissions open now. I'll have the links to that in the podcast today um, and all the social media as well has it as well, so you can follow it there. In the meantime, um, for appropriately from Paul Kelly's album Nature, um, here is um, the Aisling song featuring Kate miller Heidke as well, which is always a good excuse to play it, Bound to Follow. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs>
the dread of stranger by my bed The room was cold, I swear she'd entered with no trace Are you real, I said, or just somebody in my head? She said, hush now, you must follow Next thing I recall, I'm walking by Silver Lake I couldn't tell if I was dreaming or awake She kept just ahead of me, no matter how I tried to gain on her I knew I was bound to follow I had to follow So frozen on 
3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we just heard two tracks. We heard from Paul Kelly's Nature album, in line with the theme of Queer Out Here. Uh, We heard Bound to Follow, the Aisling song featuring Kate Miller-Heidke, who is amazing. And we also heard Crowded House from the Woodface album of uh, about 1991 and Tall Trees. Um, Lots of them. Lots of nature. Um, Today is a day of relevance to queer and related communities because today is International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers, um, a difficult topic to talk about, so I will mention our queer support lines, just to be um, sure. Um, QLife, including Switchboard 1800 184527 and Rainbow Door 1800 729 367. Um, and um, this um, day was first observed in 2003, founded by the fabulous Annie Sprinkle and Robin Few, um, because um, the issues of violent crimes against sex workers go underreported, if not unreported, slash unreported, um, but I'll go do the quote here. Um, violent crimes go underreported, unaddressed and unpunished. There are people who don't care whether, um, the, word he, the quote, word in the quote here is, prostitutes are victims of hate crime, beaten, raped and murdered, no matter what you think about sex workers and the politics surrounding them. Sex workers are part of our neighbourhoods, communities and families. Um, And so this day has grown to um, starting from there. And the um, website for 
the uh, New South Wales uh, NSWP, Global Network of Sex Work Projects, goes into greater history on this and a huge content note here um, that a particular um, person murdered 49 women, most of them sex workers, um, said um, he chose, um, quote marks, prostitutes as his victims because, quote, because they were easy to pick up without being noticed. I knew they would not be reported missing right away and might never be reported missing, Um, which is a very sad indictment. And I think that this issue is therefore of... um, um, great relevance to um, queer and to program about gender because this seems to have a, um, a very strong link to misogynism and patriarchy and internalised prejudice that people might have about gender. And it's really sad that that happens. So it's very important that we note this day. Um, and I note on the same um, New South Wales site that I just mentioned that um, for your medium-term diary dates... Um, there's three dates next year. 3rd of March is International Sex Workers' Rights Day. 2nd of June is International Sex Workers' Day. And 14th of September next year is Sex Worker Pride. So really important that we celebrate this. Um, and um, I'll have, um, be getting myself organised and talking to people from organisations that um, are run by sex workers um, many of them around the country. Um, other sites um, that you can look at include Scarlet Alliance, a national organisation, and um, just one in Victoria, Vixen Collective, is um, also there. So uh, make sure that you um, check out those um, organisations and dates and be up with the issues. And I mean, um, some people might say, well, isn't this a show about queer issues? And it's one of the things that in very basic um, diversity training, I point out that, um, you know, according to peer-based research, that um, two-thirds of sex workers are, and this is my words, LGBTQ, not aware of research um, intersecting on um, variation of sex characteristics in sex work and not so sure about um, asexual um, or aromantic. So I'd want to be a little more cautious there. But certainly a, a huge overlap with the, we'll say in inverted commas, the rainbow communities broadly. And, um, you know, so people then go, oh, it's not all women servicing men, which is, you know, still a, a deep myth that exists out there. And there's issues for older queer people. Trans women in particular uh, may have found that one of the only options they had for work in days gone by was sex work, whether they wanted to do that or not. So there's all sorts of crossovers in there. Um, and um, naturally standing in solidarity with um, sex workers past and present um, on this day. Um, And, yeah, um, if I had to name about 30 people who were really important in my life, two would be past or present sex workers, Um, and not because they're sex workers, because they're just kind, wise people. And I think that gets forgotten too. I did remember when um, there was um, a presentation at one of the conferences I used to go to about this and I mean yes we all know people are people but sometimes we get lost in it and get lost in the myths we can to a little extent and it just reinforced um, that you know people um, are you know sort of um, um, are people and we've all got our hopes and dreams all right um, let's have a couple of messages to wind us up um, and well, not to, wind, uh, to get towards the end of the show that is not to get us um, highly strung and um, 
we'll um, come back and wrap up this episode of Out of the Pan on um, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. ECR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. Hi, this is Anna Piper-Scott, and you're listening to Out of the Pan with Sally Goldner on 3CR. Don't stop me talking. Well, I am talking, and I'm on 3CR. You're on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And... Um, Yes, thanks. Good to have Anna Piper-Scott and people are already talking about Melbourne International Comedy Festival next year. But of course, we've got Midsummer and lots of great queer artists, um, of course, in there. Check your Midsummer Midsummer program for more information. And of course, the big day is coming up um, in January and February. The sort of um, landmarks, if you want to call them that. Um, the 21st is Carnival. You've got Pride March on the Sunday, the 4th of February, and Street Party on the 11th. Um, so look out for those. But, of course, lots of great arts and culture events with a capital K um, in um, uh, midsummer as well. And it's an interesting... It's actually given me an interesting thought. I'm not sure if there's been many sex worker-specific events. I know that there's been a couple, I think Queenie Bonbon did, um, who was a guest on the show some years ago, I may have done an event at Midsummer, if not on another occasion. Um, um, but um, there should be more um, as part of the diversity of our rainbow communities. We need it. Um, looking forward to Midsummer. Looking forward to summer. It's been one heck of a year. Um um, indeed, um, and I just realised that it, um, um, it's been a heck of a year, it's been a, a barn burner of a year, and that's the very forced contrived wrestling reference at 52 minutes and about 10 seconds into the show, because I don't think I'd have had one, that's not good enough, not in a million years, um, so um, anyway, um, we've, we've sorted it out now, so if you're betting on the long odds today, that is what it would be. Um, Oh, I'm wanting for Christmas is a new laptop, I think. Um, anyway, um, seriously, um, what else is coming up? Um, just checking, um, remember, of course, a lot of groups that do um, wrap up at this time of year, but um, there should still be some queer TV on Friday nights um, to, for you to watch, whether it's Lance TV, Bent TV or anything else. Um, and then gradually things will um, kick into gear next year. Um, hopefully we'll um, have some informa- um, information by next week on whether there'll be a bi-poly and friends picnic of any sort, um, which has been a, a long-standing tradition um, at, um, um, in the Rainbow Communities, um, usually held at Edinburgh Gardens somewhere, but uh, we shall see. 
And um, But I'll mention it now. The Buy Discussion Group will be not be on in December, but will be on in January. So next Buy Discussion Group, 24th of January, uh, said the new president of Buy Alliance, you'd better start um, getting on with the presidential duties or something. Um, so, um, yes, um, all sorts of things coming up. Um, and don't forget the various great groups around um, the queer communities of Melbourne. Um, and, and for just um, in terms, not so much where they're meeting, but of course you have the Polyvic, um, which um, has a discussion group and socials. You've got the Shed for trans men, um, Seahorse for trans people, trans family, um, declaring my interest, of course, in that, which is now on holiday breather and will be back in February. And looking forward to celebrating a 10th birthday early next year. Woohoo! And um, so there's lots going on. And, um, you know, sort of it is just worth remembering that. Um, And, of course, we are getting to that time of year, which, you know, can be difficult for some queer people. So do remember the support lines that are there. Q-Life around the country, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, 1-800-184527 and Rainbow Door. Um, 1-800-729-367. You can SMS Rainbow Door 0480-017246. So there's always lots of um, um, support out there. Um, Don't feel you have to do it all on your own and be isolated. Um, Not needed. Um, There's always someone there um, for you. And... um, you know, sort of hope that um, on the positive side, um, you get to enjoy the sunshine um, because we are um, just about at the peak of summer. Solstice coming up during the week. Um, the days are long um, and all that sort of thing. And so do um, try to get out into the, well, in line with um, our guest earlier today with the great outdoors. Um, we'll um, make sure you enjoy it. Um, oh, and unfortunately, I've just realised I won't be able to play that track that's on the laptop because of the technological issues with my laptop. Um, so we're madly scrambling for more music um, at this late stage of the show, um, which is annoying. Um, so, yeah, um, look after yourselves over summer. I will be back um, in next week um, for one last live show, um, which um, is um, an interview with Nagar Bui, who's um, an activist, as I said, in America, who is... Um, 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 who I've been connected with um, through via Alison Thorne and Debbie Brennan. So looking forward to that. Um, we'll have a chat um, with her and Debbie next week um, and um, find out um, sort of um, the um, what um, um, her issues are. She's um, talking for many, many things in terms of um, progress and reform. And... Um, That's just about it for the show for the week. Um, thanks once again to Jonathan um, from Queer Out Here. Take it out today with a track from, uh, well, I originally picked this and then now realised you that throughout the show it's not quite relating to me, but it might be for you who might not think you are the outdoor type as per this track from The Lemonheads. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.
always had a roof above me, always paid the rent. And I never set foot inside a tent. I couldn't build a fire to save my life. I lied about being the outdoor type. I never slept out underneath the stars The closest that I came to that Was one time my car Broke down for an hour In the summer's night I lied about being The outdoor type To let you know you knew what you were looking for. I lied until I fit the bill. God bless the great indoors. I lied about being the outdoor type. I never owned a sleeping bag, let alone a mountain bike. Can't go away with you on a rock climbing weekend. What if something's on TV and it's never shown again? It's just as well I'm not invited. I'm afraid of heights. I lied about being the outdoor. 